<laughs> welcome to another episode of Evening Drama. Uh, as usual, I have with me, it is uh, Singip and Kristen. So, Hello. yeah. Good morning, guys. Hello, world. Yeah, so I was like trying to look up the uh, whether the statement it's always five o'clock somewhere is like true. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's not not exactly true because uh, oh, really? due to, yeah, yeah, the way time zones work. Like, I mean, uh, there's there's some parts in the world where, like, they don't have, like, it's not five o'clock, as in uh, how do I put it? It's like while well, while the the GMT or whatever the time zones are divided. There are some places that there's nothing there, you know. So, mm-hmm. like, you can't really have five o'clock in the middle of the ocean, I guess. You can assume that it's five o'clock. Yeah, but never mind. <laughs> oh, okay. you mean there's no one living at the five o'clock time zone? Yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. Oh well, okay, oh, that, that's fair. No, tree falls down at five o'clock, and no one's there to listen to it. Kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cool. Um, all right, let's kick it off with our Legends of Runeterra update. Somehow we've turned into a game- gaming stream show. Maybe next time you guys stream your games then. I uh, don't know whether people will want to watch that. It's kind of painful, but but yeah. I've been uh, <laughs> I've no, been with a friend. Mean, like, no one wants to watch because we are so bad, or because no one wants to watch because they don't know about us. I think because we're new. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, if, you, if you put in your your stream title like "Oh, I'm streaming Dota, Legends of Runeterra," then people who are searching for it might find it. That's true, but uh, I don't know, yeah. I don't know like, how many people are actually searching for. Uh, Three random people talking about stuff. Hmm. Hey, <laughs> like um, people do that all the time. Just but they watch like hot girls, uh, hot people. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not willing to sacrifice myself in that way yet. I, I, I did joke with Johanna. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll become an e-girl. Have <laughs> a look at what they look like. Oh, this is a lot of work. No thanks. Do you think that like the term is offensive? So apparently it is, and I didn't know that. <laughs> I just thought it's a style, uh-huh. like a fashion sense. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think it's offensive? I don't, but I'm not a girl. <laughs> but who's, who's it offensive to? Hi, Coke. Uh, mm. To those girls. Sponsor. But they know what they're doing, right? Like, I don't know. I feel like it's all very calculated. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're all late, like... They know what they're doing, they're doing it, but they don't like to be called out for doing it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm fine if you want to do it, but then don't pretend that it's something else when you know it's not. You know? Like, I guess... I don't know, it's like the... What negativity that comes from being a hooker or, you know, call girl or whatever, escort. I guess. Oh, is that what they're doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're not. I mean, but like showing cleavage on stream and you know soliciting donations, it's oh. it's equivalent on a different scale. But yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so controversial. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Mashable's they they gonna, don't like Mashable is gonna write about us. <laughs> they don't like being you know like called out for that. Yet they do it. So I don't know. 
So what would they like? I mean, what what would they like to be known as then? Just streamers, I think. Yeah, good people who are good at gaming. Yeah. Who right? have the most really hot. <laughs> 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 right, but I think that's why I like um, that girl that Sing If You Link Me on YouTube uh, called Best Dressed oh. Oh, on right, YouTube. Right, right. Yeah. Because, okay, so she gets away with it because she's like super hot like and like um, is super famous on YouTube, but yet she's like pretends to be self-aware that she knows that she's also being super hot. And somehow that makes it slightly more okay to me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she finds the whole thing ridiculous anyway. I mean, it's like uh, sometimes I watch review videos and then some of the comments about uh, like, uh, oh, this, this review is good because uh, the reviewer is like aware of his or her shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Like they know like they're not like a super expert on the topic, but and then they admit it in the review, but they just provide right. it with like a general idea of the product, right? So people seem to like that. Uh, a, What's the, what's the term for it? More down to earth aspect of it. Yeah, relatable. Yeah, yeah. It's more relatable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, her channel is called uh, Best Best Dressed, which is yeah. based on what she was voted for in seniors. <laughs> okay. Oh, is that why? College. Okay. Yeah. Know, like, okay, know, maybe I got too deep into the lore already. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> right. It's good to invest. Well, anyway, I like her makeup tips. So I was like, mm, yes, I should purchase her products. <laughs> <laughs> so I already got suckered in. Okay. Um, I, like how, I like how open she is about her, about her life, you know? Because she talked about her mental health and things like that? Because I think I haven't even watched uh, most no, of like her she's, she's like, she's like open about her sexuality and stuff. Like, really? Like, it's not like trying to hide it or just say it so casually like i don't know find mm-hmm. very refreshing like, she's not putting mm-hmm. on this uh fake image uh, how do you know she's not okay. acting well she is then uh, <laughs> she's pretty good we're too much of dumb to fall to like not fall for this <laughs> well speaking of down to earth like uh getting back onto the topic list i wrote a guide to expeditions well it's runeterra's drafting mode and you know, be- how is that down to earth? Yeah, yeah, I labeled <laughs> it as a beginner's guide because I'm a beginner. Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> beginners okay. for beginners. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, okay. uh, yeah, like that's what I've been doing for the guides that I've been writing for Ig Network or oh, the sites back up. E G G. But anyway, uh, yes, the, I uh, yeah, the, <laughs> but my guides to be published on Tuesday, so it's not up yet. But okay. anyway, um. Yeah, so like when you write as a beginner, like I guess you can get away with not knowing like to the the deeper mechanics and mm-hmm. strategies. I think that's that's my opinion anyway. Like if I see what, what point do you stop being a beginner though? I don't know. Once I've like ranked up a significant amount, I guess. Like after how many posts do you like? How's this guy still not pro after like ten games? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not pro. I mean, you can't like. I'll only be a pro when I make money playing the game, right? Oh, like how, how's guy still so bad after playing hundred games? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why it's he's a beginner. <laughs> yeah, permanent beginner. But yeah. I mean, if you already play expedition mode, like to me, that's not a beginner already. You don't think so? <laughs> I'm still. 
I think expedition mode is, like... is a real. It's actually a very good way to explore all the cards. Mm -hmm. So Singip, uh, basically expedition is uh, the draft draft mode la, for Legends of Runeterra. So you it's like magic drafting, or? Yeah, yeah. You get a selection okay. of cards, and then uh, you pick what you want for your deck. So this way, like you try to create synergies on the fly to mm -hmm. see like which cards work together and all. And then because you have to go through each card individually, you get to learn more than like playing standard mode. Yeah. At least that's what I feel. I guess everyone learns differently. Hmm. So you won seven games in a row, right? To win uh, no, no, you have to win seven one? games, but uh, mm -hmm. you can only lose two in a row. So let's say oh, if you okay. lose one, but you win the next one, you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're reset. Except for okay. the final seven game, you only have one chance to win it. Yeah. Okay. If you lose that, then, uh, well, you have to start again. <laughs> So I would try that more often, but they don't really give out expedition tokens very often. You, have to pay. you get one a week. So... You... Oh, and I if you that. Okay. if you win uh seven, you get mm -hmm. enough for another expedition token plus more. Yeah, so it, it's like a self-sustaining thing if you do well. Oh. Are the tokens used to like yeah. uh to like buy packs or something? No, no, uh, just one expedition token just to play the game. To oh, play, play the, the mode. Game. The mode, okay. yeah. Then uh, you get one every week. And mm -hmm. uh, if, you, if you win enough, you get the shards equivalent <laughs> to uh, buying one entry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, and, yeah, it's uh, an incentive mm -hmm. to do well. It's basically free if you play well. Well, <laughs> I'm still trying yeah. to learn how to use my one. Oh, so my friend um, Delmar taught me how to make a cheap control deck. Mm -hmm. So I've been experimenting with that. So it's better than the basic. Um, so you start off with three decks, and I think you get one more once you finish um, yeah. logging in for seven days. But mm -hmm. this one is like a, a control deck that's a mix of Braum, Ash, the Frost, mm -hmm. Archer Lady, and... Um, uh, Trindamir, the, the angry guy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh my, I just, League of Legends knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've been able to beat people more than chance with that, so I'm pretty happy. Um, there's some synergies with like last breath cards that you yeah. can do. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I feel like it's uh, pretty beginner friendly. So I've been slowly making my way up the ranks. So I'm finally out of the iron, which is the lowest tier possible, uh -huh. and into the second here into the bronze. Okay. So I'm very pleased. That's good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm on the US server, so sorry, George. I've been upgrading my US server. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And I've been playing with my friend um, where we see each other online. Mm -hmm. um, but he sometimes he teaches me because he's like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. And I'm like, duh. <laughs> <I guess not. laughs> yeah. So that's been helpful. Yeah. Um, but I've also been thinking of this idea of a Chinese scholar. Okay, this is kind of random, I know. But I was writing a blog entry on how um, back then, uh, uh, like a Chinese scholar gentleman mm -hmm. is supposed to be fluent in the four arts. And actually, sing if you like this one, because the four arts are like ancient Chinese guitar, there's a guqing, um, strategy game, go, calligraphy, and painting. 
So oh. back then, like, if you're good at all these four things, you're considered, like, you know, like a polymath, super good person. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, nowadays, instead of go with Legends of Runeterra, but then, like, <laughs> <laughs> you can try to master in all these, like, e-games, right? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, like, it, like, calligraphy, I feel like Singip's good at that one. It's like we can almost make up a perfect person. <laughs> combine like like Power Rangers or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, and but then George would be a guitar. Oh yeah, of course. This is like super sexist. Like back then, it's only dudes. Like this is like not a woman. Thing. Maybe maybe the woman playing the guqin was a thing, but we, we and painting. Genderless. Gender doesn't matter, right? I think the only time gender matters is when it comes to sex, like in every other aspect, doesn't? Are we gonna get Twitch banned already? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, oh right, it's e-girls. <laughs> We're not even talking about it in a sexy way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like nowadays, like, do you think we should aim to be good at all four categories, like, and were the ancient people actually good at all four, or were people actually good at one and suck at the other three? I think, like, that was, like, uh, I mean, China's, the Chinese equivalent of the Renaissance man, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, have to be, you have to be good at, like, certain things to be considered that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, like, the, the top tier people would be good at all four, right? And... Everyone else will be trying to be good at those. At least that's right. what I think. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's like, uh, I feel like that doesn't matter, right? I mean, like, uh, it doesn't matter what era that was in. No, it doesn't. Like, even today, right, you have to be good at something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess the question is, is it better to be a dabbler in all four? <laughs> Because <laughs> I feel like I have a hard time specializing in anything. I always, I'm, my, my interests are always switching from one to the other, <laughs> as you see in the following topics. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking it was also the same way. Five minute attention on each one. <laughs> cycle. No, but I mean, it's, it's good for like uh, general knowledge, right? Like you just know mm-hmm. certain stuff and then you're like, okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I I mean it, it's good to know many things, but you definitely want to specialize in one or two. I I don't know. At least they'll make you like unique or stand out or like mm-hmm. good at work or something lah. Like you can at least excel in something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that there's yeah. no right way, no right like direction. I think just mm-hmm. do what works for your life. <laughs> right. Also, uh, shout out to Edmund. Thanks for tuning in. in this oh my gosh, he did! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, Edmund. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think I, I just sort of wish that um, the world brings these emphasis back because I feel like nowadays it's very much on making money and all those things. And you know, I think we try to scrap together our time to do these other like fun topics. Um, but it's just not as much of an ideal anymore, and I wish that that, that can can be somehow revived. Mm. Mm, I guess like it depends on where you where you are, where you're from. Like right, mm-hmm. like like some countries in Europe, they give you money 
when you're unemployed so you can spend time pursuing creative stuff mm-hmm. yeah like that that would help this kind of uh lifestyle but it's not i don't think it, i actually i don't have the figures but i assume it's not the majority of the world that does this mm-hmm. yeah yeah universal basic income would be very nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah what i mean right, if that so- happens you think like everyone would stop working no, and I feel like that's never the intent of universal basic income. It's more of a cushion, so you can have, you can still work and do what you want and have time to do what you want. It's just buying you a little back a little bit of time. Yeah, but if everyone had like free money every month, they would feel less compelled to work. I don't know. Gee, I don't know. I feel like that's hard for me to say because I feel like I would not stop working. But really? I don't know. I would other probably people. stop working. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but it's not enough. It's like like a thousand ringgit. It's not enough to get you to stop working, right? Mm. No, but then people, the people who choose to work, will end up having better stuff than you, right? And then mm. you might feel compelled to like, oh, I should get off my ass and do something about it, right? I guess. Oh, Delmar Sun says universal basic income sounds good, but the fear is that it will cause inflation. Right, and I feel like I, I can give a very poor explanation of how that's explained away by people who are pro UBI, but I won't even attempt to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So something about value added tax. That's all I can say. Yeah, and then the whole point is that um, theoretically it's it's supposed to be matched to inflation. So if there's inflation of two percent, then you would go up by two percent. So you're always chasing that number. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we we just don't know until we try it. And I feel like trying it doesn't mean you have to do it forever. Like that's something that that should be considered. Yeah. But anyway, let's go to our next depressing topic. <laughs> So physician assistant euthanasia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I wrote on. about Goodall, but you wanted to speak about him. Oh, I, I wanted to. Well, you. I think you have to first give context for why okay. this came up for you, and then maybe yeah, I'll give you my feedback. Maybe I won't because I actually <laughs> don't know what I have opinions. So it was super random. Uh, my mom like had a like her friend sent her this video about good all right and uh she asked me to watch it because she didn't want to bother watching the whole i think it was like 20 minutes or something and uh she asked me what it was about so i watched it while having dinner uh, a couple weeks ago and like at first i thought what the hell is this then uh, i was like captivated uh, within like the first couple of minutes so it's about this uh old man david goodall who uh like flew to switzerland to take uh to take part in what to take part i don't know to utilize their assisted suicide facilities because uh he couldn't legally kill himself uh in australia which was where he was living and like he he was old but he wasn't terminally ill so like mm-hmm. the this was his only option 
and like I just felt like I I resonated with him. Like I feel you know if someone wants to end their life because they they're not happy with it anymore and there's really nothing for him to do. He's hundred and four years old, right? And he's like done everything. He's won awards for his work. He's traveled the world. He has uh, like three marriages. And like basically there's like nothing left. I don't know, at least in my mind. I think like if he wants to die, let him die, right? But uh yeah, he he couldn't do it legally in Australia, so he had to fly. And then I was like thinking, you know, if I if I really wanted to die, I guess I would just do something stupid like go to a bad neighborhood and cause a fight with some gangsters. Like apparently mm-hmm. the process to fly to Switzerland and then to pay for this thing is really expensive. Uh he had a crowdfunding uh I think oh. it was GoFundMe. Yeah. Or something mm-hmm. similar, and uh, yeah, people supported him. They gave him money. He flew business class to Switzerland and uh, oh, nice. filled up the forms registered and all that. Yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. before he did that, he was also part of this uh, group called Exit International, a uh, mm-hmm. nonprofit that wants to legalize euthanasia. And yeah, so I mean, it's something that he's a believer of. And oh yeah, and the special thing about his suicide was that he invited the media so in the documentary i watched uh there were media like at the center that he where he was going to kill himself and mm-hmm. uh they they interviewed him they filmed him and all and like mm-hmm. it, it was very like interesting to watch the whole thing yeah and so his request was uh he wanted to die to beethoven's old to joy and and uh <laughs> The vid- the video I watched it was a chi- it was a Chinese documentary with subtitles, and they mm-hmm. they actually had footage of uh the moment where he was in the room and some people were going in and out his family members and you could hear like Beethoven playing in the background really mm-hmm. loudly, and after a mm-hmm. while the music stopped and then like people came out crying, <laughs> but yeah I mean uh, that that was very interesting to me. So my question is like, why did your mom's friend send it to your mom? And what was your mom's reaction when you explained? Oh, by the way, this is what your friend sent you. <laughs> well, I don't know why her mom, why my mom's friend sent it to her, but I guess okay. she thought it was interesting too. I have no idea. Or, maybe it's a documentary. Right? Or maybe it's a hint. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why I'm con- like. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say concerned, but uh, <laughs> like without context, it seems like fine. Like here's a forward. It's a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not concerned about it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, my mom was like, "Oh, okay. Thanks for what, explaining it." Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, like good son. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the point of assisted suicide for it to be peaceful? Um, I don't know. I think is is it peaceful because it's legal? Like. Well, then you don't have a blame because I feel like let's just say you get killed by gangsters, then they yeah. become legally involved with you, and that's the issue with the police assisted suicide as well. Yeah. So, whereas I guess jumping off a bridge would be the, the least harmful way if you don't block traffic. But you're not guaranteed um, to die, though. Right, you're not guaranteed to die. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst part, right? It's like you don't die, and then you're like in a vegetative state. Yeah. Right, right. And then like your family uh, didn't know, doesn't know why you jump, and then they, they think like, oh, I can keep him around, you know. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. he'll wake up, then we can help him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 
I mean, I'm glad that Switzerland offers the option. I think it's uh, it's tough because they their laws are probably more clear. Because I think if you like have the system in like America, it's gonna be so controversial, and it's like state laws and blah blah, blah and people might abuse it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it just seems a lot more complicated. Like yeah. it's like it's a good ideal, but it's very hard to. <clears throat> Thank you. Well, the the process uh, in Switzerland is you have to be like of sound mind when you sign the documents. You have to declare mm-hmm. that no one is responsible and stuff like that. And uh, mm-hmm. the way they kill you is like they insert a tube into you, and you have to uh, turn the mechanism that releases the uh, what's the chemical nembutal. Oh yeah, but I mean uh, it varies, but. Yeah, you you mm-hmm. basically kill yourself with their supervision. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you? Um, so it sounds like you are in agreement with this. Yeah, approach. I'm. A, I'm in an agreement with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like um, more options is always good for people. I think. Yeah. Um, the whole of sound mind part I always find very tricky because how can you ever tell if someone's what is sanity? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You you can't like wanting to kill yourself, and you would say that's insane. So it technically cannot. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how how they do that. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen like some like uh some some of those like law TV shows like uh, those fictional mm-hmm. ones, and then like people are trying to do stuff and then. Uh, they they get blocked by other people claiming they're not of sound mind and then like, they have to prove it and all that. Mm-hmm. Usually it's like like greedy kids who are shocked that their parents are giving their inheritance away. Right, right, exactly. Like, no, uh, it's crazy, it's for me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. But that's good that your, your mom's friends are watching documentaries. I think it's educational. Better yeah, than true. dramas on TV. Yeah. Um, but speaking of dramas, um, your next topic was how, why do all bad situations start in bars or taverns? Oh, yeah. So this one happened uh, watching Back to the Future 3. And uh, that, that was a scene in a bar where uh, Marty walks in and then, you know, the as usual, the tough-looking gangsters around sitting drinking they all stare at him mm-hmm. down and then try to mm-hmm. pick a fight and then like I, I just realized that like it's such a common trope it happens a lot in movies and video games and so i thought i'd look it up and uh mm-hmm. turns out that there is a tv tropes about it and mm-hmm. uh don't think they mention yeah they don't mention the origin but there's a lot of examples of it happening and uh, usually ends up being uh, com- comedic in westerns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but, assume it's because alcohol is involved, right? You think yeah. so? That's the reason? <laughs> and then, like, uh, I don't know, like, people fight when they get, uh, when they're drunk, like, they're more mm-hmm. um, aggressive. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, where else do you find alcohol more, like, a more concentrated source of alcohol than, like, a bar or tavern? Yeah. So, like, the presumption, I mean, I mean my presumption is that that's where a lot of bad decisions get made. 
That's true. George, your dad owned a bar, so I feel like you you should know <laughs> most of that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't frequent it to happen there. <laughs> I didn't frequent it enough. I'm sure there was. The only thing I remember was the decoration in the bar was very interesting. Yeah, it was like super random. <laughs> yeah. So so there was a giant inflatable male body part that's oh, yeah, prominently yeah. featured. Wow. I, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, Jonas' dad is so cool." <laughs> that was my conclusion. <laughs> But yeah, he's not so cool anymore. Oh no! Yeah, the other yeah. day he shared the video. What's it mm -hmm. called? Plandemic. Sing it. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you seen that video, Kristen? No. It's about this like. Scientists who are claiming like tons of conspiracies. Let me pull oh, oh! I don't think I want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, my my dad shared it with me, and he's like, "Oh, oh. look, see, they're trying to cover up loads of shit in the world today." Like, yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I sent him a video of a another. That is unfortunately very common. No, that's, um... Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I know, but like he subscribed to all this kind of stuff right now, and it's, it's super crazy. Mm -hmm. And then he's also like super religious, and then super Trump, pro Trump, and he's also looking to no buy way. to buy a gun. No, yeah, it's true. It's crazy. What? That is so strange of all people. I know, right? It's, I don't it's know. Super weird. Like, like fascinating. Like the the path. Because I feel like that's what we need to understand, right? Because like, how do people? What 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 causes people to go down that path? Yeah. And it's like at that point, I mean, it sounds like there's not much we can do there. Like. No, I mean it's yeah, I have no idea what caused it, but yeah,、mm -hmm. uh, it's just uh, well his his own his own doing. Like it's his life. I'll you know let him live it. I don't have to agree、mm -hmm. with it, but yeah.、Mm. <laughs> is he in? Where is he in Texas? Yeah,、also? yeah, he is. He's still in Austin,、mm. Texas. But that's supposed to be the cool part of Texas. <laughs> oh, my sister turned out fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow.、Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Um. <laughs> so、uh, our our next topic is、uh, submissions for our writing. So I'll kind of like lump it all together. So there is this、uh, last we were talking about the Georgetown Lit Fest, yeah,、um, which is an online、uh, writing, I want to say contest, but submissions、um, that's happening, and we somehow challenge ourselves to do it. So so I've written up a draft and I've shared it with Singap and George, and I'm like, okay, that's done. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> put any more work in. But I, I was wondering, have you guys put in, started working on that? I haven't started.、Uh, I haven't started either. I mean, it's not due till end of June. Was it due again? June thirtieth or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have plenty of time. Plenty、yeah. of time to procrastinate. <laughs> yeah. Any Malaysians in chat? Feel free to join this competition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of procrastinating, so there is the other short story draft I wrote, and I feel much less excited about working on it anymore. I feel like I want to let it go and just not to work on it. I mean, you and, can、um, let it go. You've done the first draft. I think that's、fine. right. I think like I feel guilty because、like, I got feedback from other people.、Mm -hmm. 
Right. But actually, my question for Sangeev is, um, I had recently sent some, you know, quick blog entry I wrote on my website, and then you said that my writing style is so different, and I was wondering what you meant by that, because I can think of several differences. But yeah, tell me what, what you meant by that first. It's, in like, it's so different, like, I wouldn't imagine, I can't imagine you uh, speaking like that. In the, uh, the way you blog. Is it too cheery? Um, I say cheery, I say it's very upbeat instead of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, New Hong says that it's almost like you're wearing like a striped straw, like a straw hat and a striped suit and going, ta-da! <laughs> That's how I write for my blog. <laughs> but I mean, it's not a bad thing. I, I like it. I like, I like that style. Oh, mm -hmm. well, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, I, very, I noticed very, there's a difference. Uh, it's very block, block suitable. Yeah. Yeah, I have a block tone that I use. I'm actually trying to not always sound like that, but um, especially when I try to be like casual about it, it always comes out with that tone. So, oh, but that's fine. and if you look at my, okay, I mean, I, I like it, but uh, okay, yeah. And, and if you look at my GitHub pushes, there's like a million like grammar mistake of the correction, grammar mistake collection <laughs> that I have to make <laughs> for each entry. Um. But yeah, I feel like I just enjoy, I enjoy nonfiction writing a lot more than fiction. So I feel like, I, although I found a place to submit my short story and it's like due by the end of the month, I, I feel like I don't want to force myself to do it. Okay, so I searched for COVID-19 related writing submissions and okay. there is this one called the Monacnock Writers Group, which is in New Hampshire, USA, <laughs> seeking COVID-19 submissions, especially those are based in that region. So I totally thought, okay, I'm just going to change the people to be based in New Hampshire, <laughs> which is such a like, crappy move that I don't think anyone should ever do. Um, like, uh... <laughs> no, I've never been there. And I was like, there are mountains <laughs> in the window. <laughs> you know, you can always make a fit. But I decided that no, that's just too forcing a, you know, a round peg into a square hole. So, um, but, so like, but... Find, and, find and replace. <laughs> exactly, find and replace job. <laughs> well, to be fair, um, like the story doesn't really rely on location. It does not. Yeah. In fact, I think it began with like the the characters visiting the California unemployment website. So I changed it to the New Hampshire unemployment website, <laughs> <laughs> and I felt really shitty for doing that already. So um, I think I'm gonna let it sit because my original idea for the story wasn't based on people at all. It's more of a conceptual thing. So I already feel like I'm straying further and further from my mm -hmm. um, original idea. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to let it sit for a while before I submit it or for anything, I think. So I, I'm backing out of this, but I'm, I'm writing more for um, the, the blog instead. It's hoping to see what else local writers put down. <laughs> mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, so I think uh, as a meta topic, I feel like this weekly stream is my creative project accountability buddy. Is now I feel like obligated to report during <laughs> <laughs> the whole week. <laughs> That's not work related. Speaking of weekly, I was thinking um, Sunday morning is actually a good good time if we want to keep this schedule for future episodes. 
Yeah, I think yeah. so because I'm starting work next week. Okay, and what time would this be right now in the U.S.? Like where, in SF or wherever? It is uh, the evening. Yeah, <laughs> so you'd be able to join right live, like. Uh, well, I'm still located here. I mean, um, when you're there. Yeah, 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 it's like eight forty-one or something. Okay, that's that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and if there's any changes, I'll let you guys know. But it doesn't look like I'm going anywhere since the CMCO got extended till June 9. Mm-hmm. Prawn me, George. Uh, not, not today. I had it the other day. I ate two packets. Oh, <laughs> well, speaking was of, it, was, was it just as good? Yeah, yeah, it's just as good. But uh, the guy didn't have the fried tofu skin, so oh. that was sad. But yeah, I I had my prawn mee fixed this week. I oh, ate two yeah. packets for one meal. It was like so good. <laughs> Is this like a make your own kind of thing or order out? No, no. Uh, so the my favorite prawn mee stall reopened uh like on Wednesday. Or Thursday, mm-hmm. can't remember. Yeah, and uh, I went there to tapau. Well, I mean to take away for for food at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, well, when when this whole thing blows over, and you can get out of your house, we can take you to eat it before you fly off. I don't really like prawn mee that much. Because <laughs> you haven't had good prawn mee yet. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this rate, I'm like anything is good. Yeah. What What don't you like about prawn meat? I think I just don't like prawns that much because I had food poisoning around December, probably based on shrimp, and ever since then, <laughs> I have not eaten shrimp. <laughs> I have this association with uh, almost dying. Uh, I, I pull out a picture for our viewers in case they don't know what prawn mee is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's basically soup noodles with prawns. Uh, it's a prawn-based like soup. Laksa. I like laksa. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, so what's the difference between laksa and prawn mee? The prawn, soup. Yeah, prawn mee is not made with curry. But it is looks it? like curry laksa to me. Oh, it's picture. red because of the prawns and chili. Oh. But, yeah, but it's not curry. Yeah. But the, the, the guy sells curry meat too. Yeah, he does have curry meat as well. So is he your favorite mamak stall guy or something? Uh, yeah. Well, it's not really a mamak, but like a little shack in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, was thinking I'll, I, was, I think I'm going over tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh. Yeah. Well, we can't eat there anyway. We have to tap off, so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine. Oh, by yeah. becoming, yeah, you can, you know, drop by with my keycaps. Sounds yeah. like mm-hmm. a good idea. <laughs> yeah. What are the new keycaps? Uh, well, I I delivered GMK Vaporwave, and I'll pull it up here. You can see on the stream. And Vaporwave. Yeah. Those purple keycaps. Oh, looks really nice. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen them yet. They've been sitting with Singapore for like a month. Oh. <laughs> and 
this is another one mt3 serica yeah mm. can't, can't wait to use them <laughs> are you building another one uh keyboard no i'm not i don't have any to build at the moment i actually want to get uh, a new case cut but the uh, acrylic cutter i'm using is not open for service because of mco Mm -hmm. So I don't have any new keyboards to build at the moment, but these will oh. go on some of my uh, existing keyboards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah, and uh, was it one? Yeah, on Friday was like officially my first month, like uh, at work. So. That was, that was a nice milestone and like time just flew yeah. by actually didn't really notice mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. still haven't got my salary yet but yeah i'm waiting uh -huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh taxes man i found my taxes the other day and mm -hmm. yeah, i owe like 5k mm -hmm. you yeah yeah i said 5k man that's a lot yeah that's a lot well i mean i haven't i didn't have to I wasn't paying that installment thingy that the CP five hundred or whatever. So yeah, oh. it should be lower for next year, lah. Oh, not really lower, yeah, like Yeah, I mean, I I will have to fork out less <laughs> when it comes to tax period next year. Did you do any like deductions? Uh, I didn't have many deductions to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just the usual uh, insurance books. Well, the, I mean the lifestyle one. They don't even give much anyway. Yeah. Do you file? Have you filed your taxes, Kristen? Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, something uh, happened, and I why, need why to. Why do you have to be adults? I know. I know. <laughs> I was gonna say, wow, our Twitch broadcast has suddenly become so boring. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Nightfly Aquilo said that he got sick after eating spinach enchiladas years ago, uh -huh. and he's never been able to eat cooked spinach since. So, yeah, I think it's it's interesting how how long food trauma can stay with us, yeah. and I would say tax trauma as well. I mean, well, for me, you know, uh, it was oysters. I still can't eat oysters. <laughs> I remember like trying to eat raw ones and I didn't like it. Then like I Have tried eating the fried Bean? ones, made me puke. So since then I've never touched oysters. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mr. Bean. Oh right, the yeah. one where he like <laughs> like tries to hide his food, right? No, there's one specifically where he eats oysters and like got super sick. Oh, is it because it's of, a, like, it's a, a buffet later. or something and then like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, that's after yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, Mr. Um, Bean only has like very few episodes, but... Like, yes. They keep rerunning. And then we've seen them all. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's crazy. But we haven't seen them for a while, it's like... Uh, yeah, I should rewatch it. Mr. Bean, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Add that to the list. Mr. Bean. People in chat, if you exactly. haven't seen Mr. Bean, you should totally watch Mr. Bean, like mm -hmm. tonight. <laughs> well, I think it's a it's a cultural phenomenon for sure. Even have in you the been US? watching Cats? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I watched Cats uh, yesterday. And I noticed you tweeted Jellicoe Cats, and I yeah. thought that's a very strange thing to tweet all the time. <laughs> you didn't watch the Cats musical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So previously, I've only been familiar with the soundtrack because uh, I had to mm -hmm. learn some songs for singing class uh, back then. All right. Yeah. yeah. Then, like, I I just kept listening to it, but I never watched the show. And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yesterday, I put it on. Yeah. And it was alright. Like. I, I don't think the show was anything that special, but the 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 songs were good. Yeah, I really. Well, there's the not much of a plot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but but yeah, like coincidentally, Andrew Lloyd Webber put it up on YouTube this week, so I thought. Yeah, that yeah. You that I watched. I watched then? that stream. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh you yeah. Watched, oh, okay. You watched so, that? Cat. I thought you watched the movie. The movie one. Oh no no! I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> I, was no, like, I don't think that's recommended. I was like, I was like, why would you watch it? No, no, no Andrew Lloyd Webber. One. I've been oh, watching yeah. the free shows on YouTube. So I caught Phantom, oh. and then I caught the sequel. Oh, Phantom is so good. Yeah, oh. yeah. Wow, they're, they're so good I'm at singing. So it's crazy. Yes, I'm. I'm on a deep, deep Riera train. Running Caramel and Sierra Yeah, so I I watched Love Never Dies as well. And oh, I don't know, okay. it, it wasn't really captivating to me. Like for me the most mm -hmm. interesting songs were the ones that sounded similar to the original songs. Right. Yeah. But, but the plot that... line appeals to me. I think it makes sense because now that I know like roughly the plot line of Love Never Dies, and mm -hmm. you look back on Phantom, you're like, Yeah, Raul doesn't seem to be a good person. He's kind of controlling just like the Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, I'll I'll just keep watching whatever comes up on his channel. What um songs did you have to sing for your singing classes from the cats? Uh, I learned Mr. Mistopheles. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, I learned. Shit, so long ago. I'm trying to think. Just uh, like memories? maybe like two to three, yeah, yeah. I did memories, mm -hmm. and probably do one or two more. But yeah, it was just mm -hmm. to uh like improve my vocal range. Not I wasn't mm. like performing for drama or anything. Yeah, it was just yeah. Those are hard songs. Yeah, yeah. So like I think when you learn these like classical songs, there's a lot of mm -hmm. uh, technique and control involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I guess by practicing them, you you improve your own singing technique. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I I like to watch those like you know singing teachers react to blah blah blah. Oh, oh yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> watch them, <laughs> but only when they yeah. like go over like the hardcore bands. I like like that oh. makes it interesting for me. <laughs> so so, which singing teachers do you guys follow? Uh, I I don't have any specific ones in particular. I just see what pops up in my mm -hmm. recommended feed. There was yeah. like a, I, I linked George one last time. It was like uh, some girl practicing how to sing Sia's chandelier, and then uh, after that, oh. I linked a lot of uh, recommended videos. And then <laughs> I think one of them was also like uh, teachers reacting to people singing it. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty mm -hmm. good because it's like. I mean, I, I don't know how technical it is, but it sounds really technical to sing a song. Mm -hmm. So when, when people do it really well, it's like really impressive. It's like, it gives me goosebumps. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that, she goes really high in that song. Mm-hmm. So it's like hard to maintain uh, that note. It's not just about the high, right? It's like some people were saying in the video that it's hard because uh, Sia has a voice. They call it texture in her voice that makes it very difficult for other people to replicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. So even though you can hit it so high, you might not get the same feel or effect that she does. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's still nice to watch that. anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I follow along these like singing teachers videos, but like ninety percent of the time, I actually don't know what they're saying. <laughs> like they use a lot of these specialized words about like texture and harm, like how you make your voice, your vocal cords, blah blah blah. I'm like you can control that. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about body parts that I don't have voluntary control over. Um, yeah. So yeah, like when you took your voice lessons, like are there any quick tips that you can teach people who can sing, like how to improve their voice really quickly? Uh, not really quickly, but just in general, like some tips. In general, breathing is really important, and like, well, depending on how you want to sing, generally you want to use your stomach. And a quick way to tell if you're doing it correctly is to put your hand on your tummy. And so you can feel when you're actually using the air from it mm-hmm. instead of uh, using your throat to sing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Also, like standing up and looking up. This well, uh, at least for me, it helps me hit higher notes compared okay. to like sitting down. Yeah. So, these kind of things. But yeah, it's been so long. Like, I was in college then. I think. Mm-hmm. And, or maybe my first job, so yeah, I can't really remember a lot of it. And if I do, it's probably just uh, I do it subconsciously right now, and not something I can really articulate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you go to that? Uh... Yamaha. Did you going to the Ampang Points? Ampang yeah, yeah. Point. Ampang Point. Yamaha. Point, right? Yeah, you were doing that. Right? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and and I feel like playing an instrument and singing at the same time is particularly hard. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Like I don't know how people like coordinate. <laughs> so like, uh, the thing you have to do is like, keep playing it until you don't have to think about playing. Then you can concentrate mm. on the singing. Yeah. Or if singing's the natural one for you, then you keep like learning how to sing it, and then. You just focus on playing, but usually I think it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically, you have to make one like one uh, of the parts second nature, so you don't have to focus about it. Mm-hmm. It's like drumming and singing. That 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 to me is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but then you watch like videos of people drumming and singing at the same time. Like, oh, how the hell do you do that? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I can't even drum without singing, so that's why <laughs> to me it's impossible. I know, but when I was doing, when I was learning drums, I, I found that um, not like don't overthink things. Like, don't think like, oh, okay, um, this part's coming up, so I need to release the hi hats, or you know, mm-hmm. you just have to like feel it, and then it comes a lot easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, how how's your um drumming practice? Do you still own a drum kit? 
No, I sold it to my friend's younger brother like years ago. Oh no! <laughs> why, are you why, why, are you, why are you surprised? I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> well, I think you and I, like, we've, we've so bought and sold so many instruments in our lifetime. We can form an imaginary band and we have them all back again. Yeah, I, I have. <laughs> well, I still have my guitar. I sold my drums. Mm -hmm. I sold my bass. I have, I have enough for like a Blink-182 band. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, actually, um, my friend Cornell Lewis is asking if they, you guys know about my latest obsession. Maybe I mentioned it, the tongue drum. No. <laughs> like, uh, oh, okay, so it's so cool, cool. Uh, tongue drum. Like, tongue, like tongue. It's like one of those like new agey sounding instruments. Um, and, and I feel like, oh, you know, if I have that, that looks very chill and cool. Um, it's like a metal barrel sort of thing, like a metal, almost like if you mentioned like a giant Mentos, the candy, that shape. Okay, I'm looking at the pictures. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, seen yeah. YouTube. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen an Instagram ad for it because I, I get targeted with all the Instagram ads for this kind of... <laughs> I think now I will since I've Googled it. <laughs> exactly. And this is girl called April Yang who's really good at it. Yeah. It's like an extruded... Uh, steel drum or something. Yes, exactly. And that's, I think it, it started off as a hand pan situation, mm -hmm. um, but those are humongous and, and really expensive, and this is kind of like a more portable situation. Yeah. Oh, when you um, said tongue drum, I was thinking of like um, the things that they put in the mouth and then like they just hit on it and it goes like. I'm sure that's also a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and Lewis says it's only two thousand, but it's not. It is um a, a good quality one is about two hundred US dollars. So I I shall await when I get to go back. <laughs> but anyway, I shouldn't but the thing is I shouldn't because I'm practicing the piano lately and I know that this is another distraction. <laughs> Oh, it's called ju a juice harp. Juice harp. Uh, J oh, the actual like, yeah, like juice harp. And then they put it in the mouth and then they hit it, uh, <laughs> and then like, it makes a twang. So it's used for like uh, bluegrass music and folk music. Wow. <laughs> juice harp. <laughs> So any interesting it? Is that our newest? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know what you can do with it. I, I don't know. But I see small enough where I can just like sit at my computer and just like do this all day. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. The other instrument that we all have is the spoons. So there is this lady um, called Abby the Spoon Lady who plays like two spoons okay. really well. Um, in a bluegrass band sort of setting. So technically, uh -huh. we have it already have an additional instrument at home we can all play. Is it just percussion or does it make notes? It's just percussion, but uh, okay. the way she does it, like there's so many different noises based uh -huh. on where she slaps it in her body that okay. it just sounds very full. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but anyway, the, but the problem is I have no rhythm. So any of these percussive instruments don't really work for me. Yeah. Well, I guess you could always learn it. I think rhythm for me is very hard to learn. I've tried it different ways. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I was curious whether I think I still had the drum set or not. Oh. <laughs> nah. 
I mean, I can do air drums really well, but when I sit in oh. front of a real drum kit, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> this doesn't sound like <laughs> what I imagine. <laughs> Have you guys tried the um, drumming app on the iPad? I had GarageBand on my iPad last time. I used it to drum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of fun, but I don't have an iPad anymore, so. Um, yeah. I'm sure there are like drum apps for Android. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I've never bought it looking up. But some of them are really good. Like, you watch on YouTube, and then, like, they pull off beats really well. Mm hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one iPad app where um, it's sent, you put it on your leg and then when you like tap with your foot, it uses this accelerometer to sense when to okay. do the bass drum. Yeah. Oh, that's quite cool. Yeah. Then what about... Then you tap the screen while it's on your foot? Something like that. It's very complicated. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I can see how people can do it if you're really good. Yeah. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I think we don't give ourselves enough time to like um, practice. I wish yeah. I practiced when I was a kid and had plenty of time. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's so this many things. parents always talk about, right? Like you should do it when you're young, and then like they force you to do it, and then you don't like it. Mm-hmm. And then only now you're like, oh, if only like uh, they forced me. Uh, they they did a. Uh, they were more forceful. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like my mom took me to piano class last time and then I didn't enjoy it. Well how long I was there for but I mean basically I walked away with no knowledge of piano. I was just I was there just for the speakers they handed out at the end of the class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we can all regret stuff that we didn't do in the past. I know. <laughs> I feel really good yeah. now right? I have my own YouTube channel of me playing piano. It's not too late. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> I mean, even yeah, Christine's gotten back show. into piano recently. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, still practicing my one song. Yeah. But yeah, now I can play it all the way through. It's just um, I'm playing it at like twenty beats per minute in the last page. <laughs> That's what, what song is it? Yeah. What song? What song? Cool. Is it? Um, so I'm trying to play The Shape of Things to Come, which is uh, one of the songs from... The I Battle thought you were going to say Galactica. The Shape of You. <laughs> the Ed Sheeran song? Huh? Oh, no, no. Which is also a song one could play on the piano. It's not yeah, like I didn't look up the tabs for that one. Now you can use a loop. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is the, the Battlestar Galactica song. So oh, okay. it's, it's very beautifully arranged because it's arranged by the, the composer, Bear McCreary. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it sounds like a sonata. It, it sounds good. I think it's just... Uh, but the sad part is that at the end, um, I have a 61 key piano keyboard. So I actually literally don't have the notes to play for, for the ending <laughs> part. Because it's meant for 88 key. Uh, isn't, it, isn't it like a button that you can shift the octave? But it will shift the whole uh, keyboard. I know, but I mean, you yeah. just to play those notes and then you switch it back. I don't have that coordination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you can just play There's a lot of buttons on there. On a higher octave. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so I've been doing that. Hmm. Yeah. 
So yes, try not to get distracted. But the tone drum will be okay. very cool because you don't have to have good rhythm. It's one of those like, well, I think it's more forgiving because it's uh, <laughs> because it sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. It just has like a new agey sound. Yeah. Maybe I should start GoFundMe. So for for me to get tongue drum, and uh-huh. for as a gift reward, you get an MP3 of me playing. <laughs> Do a Patreon or something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen's music. Exactly. <laughs> I do have a, co- a coffee. <laughs> oh yeah, coffee. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. I think um, I I do have to go, so maybe we'll save our topics for next time. All right. All any right. before we end the stream, any questions from the viewers? Uh, Cornell says you are being watched. Ali yeah, watched so you. he's the one. Yes, his name is Lewis Ali. Uh, and this is my my username on Twitch. Ali Watcher was made to watch his Twitch back then. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, but he has not streamed for a very long time. Um, and I think, okay, so his obsession, okay, so here's the thing, he is obsessed with CRTs, you okay. know the old-timey TVs? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Is a thing that's yeah. come back? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I don't know, I haven't seen one in years. Um, yeah, well, apparently they're, they're reselling for tons of money in the US, so if you have really good, like, vintage models, they're okay. actually worth a lot of money, kind of like old mechanical keyboards or something. Uh, um, yeah, and he hoards them. He has so many at home. Um, uh, but what he likes to do is he plays the Mario Maker <laughs> game on it. Uh, like the old style Mario games. Yeah. So you can have that vintage look. <laughs> and old style Mortal Kombat and all those kind of games. Okay, uh, he asks, what is the most painful shortage in Malaysia? And what is the best part of quarantine? Mm-hmm. Most painful shortage. I'm trying to think. I don't think like what we ran out of. Well, in the country, is there anything? I don't think so, right? I I mean, like. Oh, I it was bread for a bread. while. Yeah, <laughs> gardenia bread. Uh, I don't. Uh, is there gardenia in the just US? Plain white bread. Oh yeah, no, plain white bread. No, it's like the equivalent of bimbo or something. It's like okay. the most no, no, common I mean, white there, bread. There's still lots of white bread you can buy. Just yeah, like, you can buy yeah, other brands, but gardenia was like the the go-to brand, the default brand for many. I don't even know yeah. why. I mean, I just started eating it as a kid, but it it's doesn't taste food. significantly better than other bread, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Actually, yeah, that's one of the good things about this quarantine is that I started looking for more types of bread since yeah. the time <laughs> I was out, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been mean, yeah. like, buying more artisanal mm-hmm. loaves from all these bakeries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still haven't found like the perfect white bread, but yeah, I'm getting, I think I'm getting close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the best part is catching friends and talking to them online. I think without the quarantine, we wouldn't have connected with a lot of people. So, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't well, know. We, I used to meet up my friends quite regularly before the quarantine, and mm-hmm. then the ones that I didn't like, there's no real difference. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, like them. <laughs> no, so like. <laughs> I feel like it didn't really change, but I just see them less. But uh, we talk every day mm-hmm. anyway online, so there's no difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, best part for me is, I guess, 
Well, I mean, working from home. Well, I used to work from home anyway, but <laughs> now, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess people realizing that you can finally actually be productive at home and hopefully yeah. more companies will just, you know, like, well, Twitter, think that, Twitter like, said, like uh, they don't, employees don't need to go back to work if they don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in Malaysia, people are still... Like my company, they're, they're still asking people to go back into the office. But fortunately, my department, they at least they they realize uh, like we can still be productive at home. So uh, going to the office has been put on hold for, like, for the foreseeable future until this whole MCO is over, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah, but it's uh, not the same across the whole company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I look forward to your new post on Beginner's Guide for Runeterra. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's coming Let's see if I can understand it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it should. I, I think you will find it useful. Okay. Yeah, I use cool. my, all, all my knowledge from previous card games as well. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks, awesome. everyone, for watching Thank this Thank you stream. for watching. Yeah, any final words? That sounds like we're going to die. I mean, <laughs> final no. words. Okay, we'll see you <laughs> next week at the same time. Okay. We'll try. <laughs> no, we, we will do it. Yeah. Somewhere around here. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> All right, Bye. take care, everyone. Bye. Have a good week. Ciao.